I'm your host, Zachary Sukardi. It is January 23rd, 2023. Shout out to BTD. It's his birthday today. Good guy, big Morrissey lover. Um, and then my friend Tom. His birthday's tomorrow. And then my friend Jason Rubin, also birthday tomorrow. So shout out to them. A lot of good birthdays this month. A lot of good people. Speaking of birthdays, I am headed to New Jersey in early February to celebrate my mom's 75th birthday. And I'm just so grateful that my mom is still alive. I am so fucking grateful. I'll, you know, let's I'm going to thank God right now. Lord, thank you for having my mom be still alive in my life. It means so much to me to be able to talk to her on the phone and share my life with her to this day. Amen. Like on the reallys. I had a lot of my friends' parents pass away. A lot of their dads passed away in 2022. A lot of death last year in my in my world. So um, it means a lot to me to head to New Jersey um, for my mom's birthday. I'm just going for a couple days. I'm staying actually with my friends' parents who live really close to my mom. Shout out to the Sand family. Great, great, great people. I'm excited to stay with them. I, I really like... Uh, um, I like them a lot. I'm friends with like almost all their sons. Um, and uh, yeah, they're just great people. Down to earth, easy going. So I'm going to be staying with them and just chilling, just hanging out with my mom. I'm going to catch a hockey game with some of the bros, so that'll be cool. And that's it. Maybe see my cousin, which would be really cool. I haven't seen her in like 10 years. Um,. And, uh, yeah, just go to New Jersey. Wish me luck because I got to fucking take a, um, I got to take a connecting flight, which I fucking hate. But there were no direct flights, so you got to do what you got to do. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and, uh, yeah, fucking A, I'm just glad to be here. This is really just a part of my self-care routine. Doing this podcast just helps me out so fucking much. It's good to talk some music and self-care and just talk my shit. I hope uh, everyone out there has their own outlet. It's really important. Don't keep things inside. Express yourself. Express yourself. So since we last spoke, just going to catch up with a couple things. And then we'll get into the self-care, read some poetry, you know the deal. Share a song. And get you on out of here. So 
I realize nothing makes me want to fight more than when I get uh, water dripping down my sleeve. Like, let's say you go to wash your hands and you immediately raise your hands and water drips down. I'm ready to fight. That shit pisses me off so fucking much. I'll literally, like, want to rip off my sweatshirt or whatever and just, like, burn it. I fucking hate that. It pisses me off so much. It happened the other day and I realized how angry... How angry it made me. And uh, how fucking annoying it is. And not, like, literally angry where I'm, like, gonna really want to fight, but... Fucking A, it's damn close. It is damn motherfucking close. Yeah, water dripping down my sleeve. I'd probably drop a cool $25 for that to never happen again in my life. Like, if there was some, like, place I could buy that to guarantee that would never happen again, I would fucking do it. Because, man, it drives me nuts. You ever notice how some people online or people who take pictures of themselves where they're, like, sort of in a compromising position... Not like physically positioned, but like they're just like um, trying to explain themselves. Their eyebrows are like way up on their fucking forehead. Lower the motherfucking eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Don't look so fucking stupid and assuming. Have some confidence already. These people with their eyebrows fucking in these photos. They're fucking way high because they're trying to explain themselves. So fucking annoying and so stupid. Another thing that is annoying... If you ever talk to a customer service person and they're like, how you doing today? And you go, yeah, I'm all right. You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm drinking some water. How are you? And they're like, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And you're thinking to yourself, I didn't fucking ask you. You fucking asked me and I'm returning the favor. I'm trying to create conversation. Don't give me that thanks for asking bullshit. I fucking hate that. Thanks for asking. I didn't ask you, jerk off. Let's just get down to business. Fucking thanks for asking. Go fuck yourself. All right, so last thing I want to mention is I was in the sauna today. I was going to go swim, but the fucking pool was closed, so that sucked. And I was uh, about an hour um, an hour away from my massage. So I thought, all right, fuck it. I'll just go in the sauna, drink tons of water, and I'll sweat. So I'm in there for probably 20 minutes, and this dude comes in. And he's got the Beats headphones on. And he fucking starts making a phone call. And he's like... Uh, Hi, this is State Trooper Martinez. I just wanted to report on uh, my latest findings. Um, It looks like that uh, the perpetrator, I tried to friend him on Facebook to try to lure him into a a compromising position, um, and he did not accept my friend request, so we're going to arrest on site. And he's fucking blabbing this whole annoying motherfucking, like, you know, um, report that he's, like, given to his, like, his superior and this guy had like the whack his fucking tattoo it was like some flames or some shit on his arm and I'm just sitting there like going like shut the fuck up dude shut the fuck up I fucking hate people who go in the sauna and yap 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 on the phone yap yap your face off if you're with somebody okay no problem conversations they exist okay but when a motherfucking person's on the phone, shut the fuck up, jerk off. Walk the fuck out of the sauna. Have this fucking conversation. The whole damn pool is closed. You can have it in any fucking part of the fucking wet area, you fucker. And said this this jerk off's in there going, I'm police chief, uh, or I'm a state police, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the perpetrator, blah, blah, blah. blah. We're going to arrest on site. We didn't find any evidence. And he's going through this whole case. And it was one of those things where you just know he was just trying to, like, entice people to like chat him up 
or like be like, oh, I'm going to impress people or I'm going to talk about business or something so, you know, personal in such a casual way. And I literally sat there and I said out loud, I go, I'm jealous of everyone in here who has AirPods. And there were three people. Um, one didn't have, uh, two didn't have AirPods, one did. And they all heard me and they all looked at me and laughed. And I thought, that's right. And then I said out loud, note to self, remember your AirPods. Because this fucking dude was so annoying. I couldn't even imagine. Like, it was just so fucking annoying. Just so fucking lame. Like, uh, whatever with cops, right? You know, they're not all jerk-offs. But this one was such a fucking jerk-off. You know, he was just a jerk-off person. Forget that he was even a cop. And then after he did his whole fucking whack conversation, he takes, like, one headphone out. So just so someone can be like, wow, hey, was that la 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 And no one gave a fuck. There was some old geezer in there who was looking at him, but fuck that. And then I actually had to go. Otherwise, I would have just been like, what the fuck? But I was kind of close to like going, like kind of almost like saying something. I'm like, dude, can you take that outside? Like no one gives a fuck. I hate that shit. It's just so like immature. So immature. Who gives a shit? Fucking keep your shit to yourself. Don't have a fucking conversation in the fucking sauna. Go fuck yourself. All right, let's get on. Let's get on to the self-care tip of the week, okay? The week, the month, the decade, the year, the century. Okay, so I have this book called The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beattie. She wrote this book called Codependent No More, and it's an excellent book. I don't know if I've shared this before, but I'm in the 12-step program for Codependence Anonymous, okay? And uh, I read this fucker every day, and it's great. Even if you're not codependent, there's some great shit in here. Uh, And I'm going to start reading from this as part of the self-care tip. Probably not every week, but... um, Probably most weeks coming up because there's just so much good insight and good energy in this book. It's a daily reader. Um, Literally, I mean, you don't even have to be codependent and you can get this fucking thing and just get a lot of value out of it. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm grateful to be in this 12-step program. I'm learning a lot. I'm up to the fourth step. The fourth step is like the personal inventory where you write all this shit about people that you resent. You write about your fears you write about all the harm that you've done, and then you also write about all your assets, your positives, your um, your uh, morals. You know all the good things about you. What makes you you? Like so, it's a balance, but it's a it's a personal inventory. Um, so I don't want to say I'm excited because it's a motherfucker to have to do this, but I'm learning a lot. And so check this out. So we have the Holy Spirit, right? We have the Spirit in us. And with this 12-step program, I'm not trying to add anything, right? I'm not trying to, like, gain anything. I'm trying to subtract. I'm trying to clear out all the clutter so my Holy Spirit can, like, shine and and sort of be free. I was talking to my therapist today, and she was mentioning that to me, and I just really love that whole idea. You're just sort of cleaning out the closet, you know, and letting your letting your spirit, letting your Holy Spirit, like shine and and be. And I just really, really love that. And if anyone else is in 12-step, good for you. 
takes a lot of fucking balls to show up to these fucking meetings. It takes a lot of balls to be in a 12-step program. It takes a lot of balls to say, I'm fucking worth it. it. takes a lot of balls to say, shut the fuck up in the sauna, you fucker. I don't want to fucking hear your stupid conversation. No, but seriously, mega props to anyone because it's really tough. Because there's a billion people out there who are not in these programs. And you're you're sort of learning how to navigate. You're sort of learning how to let go. You're sort of learning about yourself and about your past. And you're trying to like navigate and trying to let go of, of outcomes and have no expectations and all these fucking things. And it's not easy. It is not easy. Anyway, this language of letting go um, has some really, really great fucking points. So I'm going to read, let's see here. I'm going to read uh, January 17th. Um, and then this one is called Acting As If. The behavior we call acting as if can be a powerful recovery tool. Acting as if is a way to practice the positive. It's a positive form of pretending. It's a tool we use to get ourselves unstuck. It's a tool we make a conscious decision to use. Acting as if can be helpful when a feeling begins to control us. We make a conscious decision excuse me, to act as if we feel fine and are going to be fine. When a problem plagues us, good word, Acting as if can help us get unstuck. We act as if the problem will only, excuse me, we act as if the problem will be or already is solved so we can go on with our life. Often acting as if we are detached will set the stage for detachment to come in and take over. There are many areas where acting as if combined with our own other recovery principles will set the stage for the reality we desire. We can act as if we love ourselves until we actually do begin to care for ourselves. We can act as if we have a right to say no until we believe we do. We don't pretend we have enough money to cover a check. We don't pretend an alcoholic is not drinking. We use acting as if as a part of our recovery to set the stage for our, for our new behaviors. We force ourselves through positive recovery behaviors, disregarding our doubts and fears until our feelings have time to catch up with reality. That's really cool. Check that out. Let me read that again. We force ourselves through positive recovery. We force ourselves through positive recovery behaviors, disregarding our doubts and fears until our feelings have time to catch up with reality. That's so awesome. Acting as if is a positive way to overcome fears, doubts, and low self-esteem. We do not have to lie. We do not have to be dishonest with ourselves. We open up to the positive possibilities of the future instead of limiting the future by today's feelings and circumstances. Acting as if helps us get past shaky ground and into solid territory. And then it has like a little prayer at the bottom. It says, God, show me the areas where acting as if could help set the stage for the reality I desire. Guide me as I use this powerful recovery tool to help create a better life and healthier relationships. I mean, that's just beautiful. It's not saying be a phony baloney. It's not saying fucking, you know what I'm saying, lie. But that part about like how it says like acting as if through, you know, positive behaviors, disregarding doubts and fears until our feelings have a time to catch up with reality. Because, you know, you have a bad day, right? You're not feeling good or something's getting you down. And you know that's that's not like what defines you. It's just in that moment, it's that feeling, allowing yourself to feel the feelings. And not have to distract yourself with whatever substance, whatever, you know, person, place, 
object, you know, just feeling it, but being able to act as if I really like that. And that uh, is something I was just really excited to share. So stay positive, And if you don't love yourself, just continue to tell yourself, I love you. And before you know it, you'll start to feel it. All right, let's get on and read some poetry. All right, so I'm going to read poetry from Charles Simic from uh, his book called A Wedding in Hell. Rest in peace to Charles Simic. He passed away earlier this month. Um, A friend of mine posted something on Instagram. And he's one of these poets that I'm sure I I went to Barnes & Noble in the early aughts and saw his name. My dad, my brother's name Charles, my grandfather Charles, uh, and Simic, something about the name. And then this book is called A Wedding in Hell. So it just kind of drew me in. Um, it's not the typical haiku poetry that I usually like to read, um, but it's excellent. It is fucking excellent, and I strongly suggest Charles Simic to everybody. Someone read a poem or two from him. This one is called Explaining a Few Things. Every worm is a martyr, every sparrow subject to injustice. I said to my cat, since there was no one else around, it's raining in spite of their huge armies. What can the ants do? and the roach on the wall like a waiter in an empty restaurant. I'm going in the cellar to stroke the rat caught in a trap. You watch the sky. If it clears, scratch on the door. Pretty awesome. This one's called Heroic Moment. I went bare-ass into the battle. The president himself heard of my insolence. I was given a flea-bitten mutt to ride. I rode in the company of crows with a red plastic piss pot on my head and a dollhouse knife between my teeth when she heard the news my mother caused the greek fleet to be deprived of favorable winds on its way to troy which they called her dirty witch and she so pretty chopping the mushrooms laughing and crying over the stew pot it's pretty great let's see what else here Pascal's idea. My insignificance is a sign of my greatness. Marvel, draw back, as I scurry in my roach-like way through these greasy kitchens with their raised knives and their fat-ass cooks bent over steaming pots. My life is a triumph over the world's conveniences. And blind chance, I found the poison you left for me, extremely nourishing. Once I sipped milk out of the saucer left for the cat. Once I ran across a birthday cake with its candles already lit. It was terrifying, and I suppose a bit like what your heaven and hell combined must be. Alright, last one. This one's called The World. You who torture me every day with your many cruel instruments, I'm about to confess to a despair darker than all your darkest nights. The day you brought me a picture of a woman and a child fleeing on a road lined with trees, and another of the same two, now fallen, with bloodied heads on the same winding road. With its cloudless sky of late summer and its trees shivering, 
and the first cool breeze on days when we put all our trust into the world only to be deceived. That's kind of brutal. This dude came from uh, fucking some, I forget, but like some communist country where bullshit happened. Uh, all right, last one. Let's read this last one. This one's called The Dead in Photographs. They were all mere beginners. They stood still for the camera, only a few thinking to move and make a blur at the right moment. Others held their smile seemingly forever. It was their wedding day. Here they were here they were by the side of the road on the way to California. The groom had a wide tie on green on with green parrots. The bride wore a straw hat with a topping of strawberries. In Los Angeles it was Sunday morning. The photographer took a picture of a closed barber shop, a black cat crossing an empty avenue, a tall palm tree in the wind. Then the dead reappeared. A blind man stood on a street corner, playing the guitar and singing. The little boy walked up to the camera and stuck out his tongue at us. Some good shit right there. Rest in peace, Charles Simic, A Wedding in Hell. Alright, let's get on to the True Blue song. Alright, shout out to my friend Aaron. He put me onto this group. They're called Malo. Um, off their self-titled album, Malo. Uh, the song is called Just Say Goodbye. Came out in 1972. So 50 fucking one years ago. This uh, this band has the brother of Carlos Santana. I think his name is Jorge Santana. And this song is fucking excellent. It's excellent. It's like seven minutes. Song starts very slow with kind of a calm melody and some hand drums. Real chill. You know what I'm saying? And then it picks up about like a minute 30 in. And all of a sudden you're at Woodstock and the acid is fucking hitting your veins and you're fucking tripping balls. And there's fucking guitar solos and the guys on stage wigging out. And everyone's just jamming, having a good old time. And you're just happy to be alive. There's a good, there's, it's very hippie. Very hippie like Latin jam. Um, and like I said, like a nice guitar solo. Like you just feel like it's just like, yeah, the acid's there. And then it uh, it slows down a little bit, you know. The hand the hand drums return, um, and then the vocals kick in, um, and it's just great. I'm going to read the lyrics here in a minute, um, but some beautiful guitar picking throughout this. Uh, the way the crescendo happens in this song and the vocals, um, where he says it's all right, say goodbye. It's just beautiful. Um, and shout out to my homie Aaron. You know, new old music. You just can't beat it. You can't fucking beat it. All right, so here are the lyrics. There was a universe for us to live together, far from the mass of space and time. There was a world for us to live and share forever, but somehow we wasted time. Now you're taking your love away, and if you have to go, it's okay. Just remember happier times, and when you leave here, just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. That sounded horrible. But anyway, this is a great fucking song. Malo. Just say goodbye. 
I'm going to add it to the True Blue playlist, and I'll be sharing that shit. Check out that playlist. It's great. You know, you're talking to a dude who made mixtapes, mixed CDs, and now I got that playlist. It's pretty rad. But there you are. There's Session 71, January 23rd. Okay. Take care of yourselves out there. Be good to one another. Don't talk in the sauna. And uh, God bless everybody. Peace and love. Get up, get away.